0: This is Colorado Matters from CPR News. I'm Nathan Heffel. Get used to hearing the name Michaela Schifrin. Time just called her the best skier in the world, and she's one of the stars of the U.S. Olympic team. She'll even have her own Super Bowl commercial on Sunday. Nick Palmgarten from The New Yorker spent time with the skier and her family over the past year to find out what makes Schifrin tick and where her talent come from. Welcome to the show. Hi, Nathan. So you're right that you presume Schifrin's talent was innate, but found out that that's really not the case. Even her father, Jeff, says, quote, the kids with raw athletic talent rarely make it. So what's the secret to her success?
1: Well, I guess if I'm going to put on my TED Talk hat (laughs) somewhat reluctantly, uh, she's sort of a classic case study in the the nurture over nature debate. Hmm. Obviously, she's talented. She's a great athlete. She comes from a family of athletes. But really, you know, the secret to her excellence, to her being the best is, is largely, you know, the way she was raised, the, the way she was trained, the commitment to training over time, uh, time on snow. That's something they talk about a lot. She's spent more time practicing when she was a little kid than racing. You know, we see this a lot with, with uh, kid athletes. They have, you know, like hockey players will have 65 games a year and they hardly ever practice – The Schifrins recognized early, let's practice more than we race. And so she had more time. Rather than standing around waiting in the start, freezing her butt off, she was doing runs, doing runs, doing runs, honing her turns.
0: Now, she's from Eagle Vale, and you spent a few days with her last summer when she was training in Park City, Utah. What were your impressions? Uh, Well, she's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) She works
1: she works really hard and with with great intent you know the the workouts are uh pretty frightening if you're just a middle-aged guy used to like going for a, a jog around the park um but she's also you know the yeah. thing is you know her results are freakish but she's she's not a freak she's really a you know she's a delightful young woman she's she's friendly thoughtful humble considerate um and that was something that struck me you know i've been around some athletes that are you know their whole thing is they give you 10 minutes and then they say, Are you, do you have what you need? You know? uh, with Michaela, she was sort of – she was very present um, and she does a ton of press. She's been doing an un- ungodly amount of press in the run-up to the Olympics, You know, shooting ad- commercials, promotional videos, doing profiles, photo shoots and she seems to be just kind of gracious about it all. And that, that was something that struck me.
0: You, you write a little bit about uh, this, this rage to master. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, so uh, apparently, and I've noticed this as a, as a parent, that the most important thing in a young athlete is that they really, they really want to do this, that they have a passion for what they're doing. And uh, Michaela, from a very early age I mean, that's a term, you know, rage to master has to do with prodigies. And, and uh, she, from an early age, she just had this intense desire to improve. And uh, meanwhile, she had parents, and especially a mother who was um, had an intense desire to have her improve, and you know what you have here is this sort of this this overlap in a Venn diagram that is about as tiny as you can imagine. Hmm. You know where you have a, you know an intense parent, a dedicated, knowledgeable parent, and a willing child pupil. Usually, you don't get one, you don't get both. You know, um, so that that's something you know that just is this, this sort of combination of Michaela's mother, Eileen. And, uh, and Michaela herself is sort of this kind of one in a million thing.
0: And what, explain more about what their relationship is like. I, I know that uh, one of her high school friends says her need of ski racing is like a need of for oxygen. She, she has no time for powder skiing. She's always out there training. But her mom is right by her side. What is that relationship like? You know, I, I, I can't presume
1: to say too much about what, you know, a private relationship is like between a mother and a daughter. Hmm. I didn't spend much time with them together. Uh, but um, I, you know, I think that they they have been doing this their whole lives. I mean, this is this is what their relationship is. Uh, the mother is Eileen is very demanding, um, but I think uh, that that's what Michaela responds to. And um, you know, there's there's love there. This isn't some sort of you know, this isn't some sort of torturing environment. They're, they're both in it together. And uh, you know, obviously, a lot of the time these kinds of relationships do go sideways over time especially if you know success there's a faltering or as 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 a you know a young man or woman grows up you know the relationship will change with their coach or their parent uh so you know obviously that's always a possibility but it seems to me that, that they're still working together and living together as as sort of a very healthy
0: pair you're with Colorado Matters from CPR news we're speaking with Nick Palmgarten from the New Yorker he spent time with skier Michaela Schifrin and her family over the past year um Some people may get turned off by this idea of parents living through their kids or working so hard with their kids, being too overbearing. Did did any part of that seem uncomfortable or unhealthy? I know you you, you didn't – you can't really get into their minds, but did you see that at all?
1: I don't think of it as being unhealthy. I mean, you know, there's so many different ways to go about raising a child. And, uh, you know, I'm not competing for anything. You know, I'm I'm not good at anything. And yet, you know, when I go home (laughs) – if I've put on a couple extra pounds, you know, my my family says something. So you know, parents and kids, there's always sort of this push pull of criticism and support. It's natural. And you know, I think you know, Michaela and her and her mother at sort of one extreme of that. But you know, as as people keep saying, you can't really argue with the results. I mean, it's a little like it's a little like uh, Venus and Serena Williams. I mean, you know mm-hmm. that that relationship and that that thing seems crazy, and yet here they are. You know by far the best tennis players, sister tennis players, probably in history.
0: And uh, so something was done right. There, there was a moment during her gold medal run in the 2014 Olympics when the announcers pointed out just how involved her parents have been in all this. well, So balanced. See how, look at the shoulders never move. The head never moves. This is what she does that's so incredible and so much better than anyone else in the world. Talk about balance. Her mom bought her and her brother a unicycle to juggle on around the neighborhood to create that kind of balance on the ski hill, and Schifrin's got the lead by about two-tenths. Schifrin was just 16 when she started her first full season on the World Cup Tour, which is mostly in Europe. Her mother traveled with her, but the, the U.S. ski team wasn't too happy about that. Why is her mom being there controversial? Well, I guess
1: the American sports model you know, is supposed to be you turn your young athlete over to the professionals. And then you stand on the sideline and uh, either choose to be one of the yellers or not. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Schifrins sort of opted out of that. And they said, you know, we know, we know, if not better, we know as well as you do how to raise this young athlete. You know, Eileen, uh, Michaela's mother, studied, studied the sport. She was, in a, you know, a master skier in her own way. Um, and, you know, there, there are all kinds of examples of, of, of European athletes, you know, the tennis players like Rafa Nadal and Djokovic. Um, or Michael – Marcel Hirscher, the the, uh, the, the the great Austrian slalom skier, they, their parents are very much involved. So it's not – it's it's more like in America, we just sort of – we don't like parents to be involved and uh, so it's a little strange here. So uh, the US team didn't really like it and then you have these coaches that are kind of, as Eileen put it, macho and they have their turf and they don't like to give it up. Maybe A, to a, a woman who is not a professional skier, B, a woman who is a woman. Uh, you know, so it was it was tough at first, but again, the results began to, to win the
0: day. Michaela is now 22. She has a boyfriend, a French skier, and yet her mom still travels with her to, to races all over the world. Uh, do you get a sense yourself that, that she's at the age where she's like, you know what, mom, I, I think you should probably stay home? What do you think that would do to her career? You know, I don't know. I don't know which of
1: them is readier to alter the relationship and perhaps, you know, part ways. Hmm. Um, I think they're, they probably both have incipient desires to go out on their own. Uh, I think uh, – but I think they're also – they're so – I mean there's a – I hate to use this word casually but there's a codependency there in terms of what they've given their life's work to and it's working and this is a big season for Michaela. You know, you have the Olympics. There's right. a lot of attention, a lot of pressure. Um I would I would guess, and this is speculation, just being around it, that after this season, you know, after the Olympics, and it looks like it's going well for Michaela in terms of the World Cup tour, she's leading the overall, she's way ahead in slalom, uh, she's getting good results. That maybe after this year, they might reevaluate and um, and 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 try something new, you know, as another sort of four year cycle kicks in. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when a woman is growing up, she's at some point going to want some space, and that'll be interesting to watch.
0: And just briefly, what events should we look to see her in this Olympics? What are the expectations in terms of medals?
1: Uh, well, the slalom, she's the over, you know the overwhelming favorite. That's the that's the one with the most turns. Uh, giant slalom, she's among the favorites. There's a very good chance she'll medal, and there's a good chance she'll get a gold. Um, the combined, she's definitely in the mix there. That means downhill and slalom together. Uh, super giant slalom, which is you know, halfway between giant slalom and 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 downhill, she's got a shot. She's a, a dark horse. She's not going to race in the downhill, um, even though she actually won a downhill this season, which is unbelievable. Um, but I think there's just too much. She can't do all five. So she's she's a lock for one. Kind of, you might get two or three more medals.
0: So definitely one to watch, right? Yes. <laughs> Nick, yes. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Nick Palmgarten is a staff writer for The New Yorker. He profiled Eagle Vale skier and Olympic favorite Michaela Schifrin for the magazine in November. This is Colorado Matters from CPR News.